Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Thursday evening, October 7th, and we are previewing the Florida State-North Carolina game that'll happen in just two days. Richie, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, TJ. Cannot complain. Excited for uh, some football. We got uh, James Blackman tonight, actually, against the Coastal Carolina Chanteliers. I got some money on that game. Uh, Another weekend full of football, and I'm excited about it. It was um, 10 days short of a year ago today that Florida State and North Carolina face off in Tallahassee in front of a pretty small crowd due to some COVID restrictions. Um, but Florida State was able to pull an upset 31 to 28. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But uh, excited to talk about this game. Florida State, a big underdog again. Last year, the line was 13 and a half. This year, it's even more because the game's in Chapel Hill. So we'll see if Florida State can. Find a way to get back in um, into a good season. So we'll, who knows, man? Like it, it's all kind of trouble, but we'll, we'll be here to talk about it. Double fries, no slot, not trouble is um, brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. <laughs> you can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. I spoke with them yesterday. We're going to do another giveaway. We did the cooler last time. We'll do something a little bit different this time, kind of like a prize pack with a bunch of different things in it um we'll announce that on sunday and one other bit of housekeeping Streamyard updated their um like their software or whatever it, it, you know twitter took periscope away and so now it's just like twitter broadcasts if you're watching this which i just flipped over to the broadcast i can see that several of you are i don't think you can comment anymore i don't think that that's an option for um twitter broadcast which kind of stinks because a lot of people you know interacted with us on there um and chatted back and forth and had questions when we would have guests on and stuff like that they could ask people questions i hate to ask you to do something else but if you're watching this if you're listening to this go like our page on facebook or go subscribe on youtube and you can still comment and interact there i would expect that Streamyard and, and twitter broadcast does put in a, an option to comment at some point but Right now, if you're watching on Twitter, you can't really interact with us. You just got to kind of like listen to us, and that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. So go subscribe on YouTube. It's Double Fries No Slaw. Go like the page on Facebook. Again, same thing, Double Fries No Slaw, and we will get your comments then and there. Um, Richie, this North Carolina game, before we get into that, we've had a little bit of time to settle down after after our raucous win over uh, Syracuse three or four days ago. Five days ago now. We're on Thursday. Um any final thoughts from that Syracuse victory, Florida State's first and one of probably a few this this year? Yeah, one of a few is probably right. But it, again, it was nice to just be able to celebrate a Florida State win. Um, but if anything, it showed us Syracuse is not a good football team. It, it showed us that's how hard it's going to be for Florida State to find wins this year. I, I think UMass is, you know, an auto win that they are just they are that bad. But if they're going to find another one, it's going to look a lot like that Syracuse game did. And that's just the way the roster is set up right now. And the coaching, it is what it is. I just hope fans understand that we're not going to rally off, you know, three, four, five more wins this year. It's probably going to be one, maybe two more. Um, 
we can kind of get more into this another time, but looking at the schedule, what is your, your, uh, I don't know if you can hear me or not, Rishi, but you're pretty frozen. I'll let you try and figure that out. I don't know if it's a computer thing or not. When you, uh, when your video comes back, I'll throw you back on there. Um, but, uh, if you can still hear me, we can kind of keep rolling. But, uh, what would you say is the second most likely win left on the schedule? <laughs> if you had to guess, can you hear me right now, TJ? I can hear you. Your video is just frozen. All right. So for me, the second most likely win right now, and, and the video is not frozen on my screen, by the way, it, it's just your screen, but I would say the second most likely win, obviously UMass is the easy one. And I, I would not have said this preseason, but seeing a few games play out, probably Boston college, um, even being up there in November, cold weather, they've not looked great. And that's probably the second most likely that I would have right now. And if Miami continues to struggle in real, we hear about the players only meeting, you know, Derek King, nobody knows what's up with him with his health. One of those two, either Miami or Boston college, I think NC state, Florida, Clemson, uh, UNC, not looking good. No, I agree with that. I checked the broadcast and it's definitely, it was frozen there as well. Okay. It looks like you're back. Um, you got Sanone type Wi-Fi here. Yeah, you're frozen again. I'm just going to – I'm going to jump off of you real quick um, until you unfreeze. Do you want to switch computers or uh, go phone or no, Wi-Fi just out? I'm on AT&T fiber optic. This is ridiculous right now. This is fiber craptic. Um, so it's a terrible joke. Um, yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think that uh, – I think the Miami game is one that may be something that we could – look at they're pretty terrible obviously but you're you're i mean i think if you got to four wins right now you'd be thrilled right just i, I you know because i think no. i think the the likelihood is probably two maybe three but if you could get to four that's really not bad that's really not a bad turnaround from where yeah. we started and knowing how tough the end of the schedule is oh yeah if you told me right now we get to four wins i don't care what the next three are I would take it in a heartbeat at that point because I I don't see it. I think the ceiling is four wins, and the ceiling is always so hard to get to for any team. You know, you look at teams like Clemson and Florida, their ceiling was 12 wins this year. They didn't get close to that. Uh, their ceiling wasn't so, 12. I mean, Florida's wasn't 12. Wins. If you're talking ceilings, yeah, because uh, oh, I mean, yeah, they, they play, play, play so Florida's probably Florida's probably 11, 10 and a half to be generous. Either way, they're not getting there. So it, hitting that ceiling so hard, but three wins – I would take that right now if you told me, because that means we're going to beat UMass in one other team. I'm struggling to find. Again, I, I know I said Boston College, Miami. Clemson's not unbeatable, but I don't think we can block them, so I don't see that as any possibility. Florida, I don't see that as any possibility right now. So, yeah, if you were if you could guarantee me four wins at this moment, I would take it in a heartbeat. If we, if we got to four, I think it's because we beat Boston College and um, Miami would yeah. kind of be my guess there. Um which I'd be fine with like a win over a rival in a, in a pretty bad year would be um, great for me. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about this game. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. And then we'll get into this. Uh, Travis Hunter went to the UGA game the other day. Any thoughts around that? Or is that, is that trouble? Or what are you, what are your thoughts there with him showing up to the, the college game day, the UGA Arkansas game, which was an absolute beat down. This might, I know that, you know, we say this every year, but this might be George's year. Like this might really be it. Yeah, sh shout out Corey Smith, uh, a little-known country singer who does not get enough respect and, and a big-time Bulldog fan. But, yeah, I mean, it, 
So Travis Sutter lives like less than an hour drive to Athens. So it's, it's not that big of a deal in my opinion. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of Travis Hunter drama this weekend. He tweeted out or put on his Instagram story, whatever these kids are doing these days, uh, a picture from an ambulance leaving his high school game. Turned out he fractured his, I think it was his tibia. Uh, so uh, his high school career is over. He still would be good to go to spring if he is at Florida State. Um, and then the next day he shows up at Georgia and, uh, you know, people are freaking out about it. I'm not yet. He's been very consistent that he's all Florida State. I will say if I see him at Georgia two or three more times this year, yeah, then it might be time to panic. But one visit that, you know, some people said he was with a teammate who's going to go to Georgia or not, I I don't know. Um, But, yeah, if he shows up at Georgia, you know, three of the next four weekends, yeah, then we got something to worry about. Right now, I'm not overly worried. I don't know about you, TJ. No, I'm not worried yet at all. I listened to – a clip that Josh put out on from on the bench. And um, he said that he was at like 1%, less than 1%, I think he said. And that's where I'm at too. When Josh's worry goes up, then mine will too. Um, well, I, I blame, enough, I blame your, uh, no, I blame your bourbon uh, co-host, Brendan, for getting people all freaked out uh, by basically fighting Josh on the show and saying, no, Travis Hunter, we need to worry about this right now. Brendan um, gets nervous about everything. Like there's nothing that Brendan isn't nervous about. He's nervous about me being on this show right now because I'm late for working on a budget. So um, yeah, that's just, if there's somebody that's going to stress about it, it's definitely going to be Brendan. Um, What's funny is asking about those percentages. Okay. We'll get into the UNC preview in just a second, but um, what's funny about asking about those percentages is that uh, before the coronavirus and stuff took off, like when it was like happening in, China and stuff. Do you remember on those big three roll up morning shows when like they would ask like, ah, what's your concern about the coronavirus in like November and December of, of 2019? We would say like one, not zero. Silk would say like zero. I, that's them people's problem. <laughs> Looking back, oh, you're like, man. oh man. Then I remember we did one in early February or late January and me and Silk were both like, yeah, about 50. <laughs> like, then obviously the world kind of turned upside down. Um, oh, the other news, you know, before we get it, Dennis Briggs out for the rest of the season. Um, yeah. Sucks. Not great. <laughs> yeah. It just sucks. No, and especially because the, the defensive line has been the strength of the team this year. And they've actually have, they don't have a ton of depth, but they do have a rotation which is great. And with Briggs going out, that hurts that rotation a lot. And, uh, you know, just uh, get well soon. Dennis Briggs, Osceola County. Uh, hope he uh, gets back and, and is ready next year. Cause that, that sucks for this team and the defensive line. Yeah, no, it really does. Like you said, the, the, there's only a couple of bright spots on this team right now. And, and that was certainly one of them um, running backs being up there as well. So frustrating for sure. All right, we get into this UNC game, though. Um, Florida State has a Chapel Hill as a 17.5-point underdog. Um, UNC is 3-2. and two. They've None of their wins are that impressive. Um, no. Beat Georgia State, beat Duke, beat UVA. Um, lost to Georgia Tech and then at Virginia Tech. Um, this is their fifth home game in a row. So immediate thoughts. We'll get into some S&P stuff that Richie put together for us. Immediate thoughts um, playing North Carolina this weekend. 
No idea. <laughs> That's the, I have no idea. They lost their two top running backs from last year. So they went from a run heavy team to a pass heavy team. And, uh, you know, Sam Howell has been outstanding at home. We'll get into some stats later. Not great on the road, but we are playing in Chapel Hill. Uh, Mac Brown, you know, uh, notoriously 0-10 against Florida State as the head coach. Uh, looking for that first one, Sam Howell, the former Florida State commit uh, to Willie Taggart and Walt Bell for since April until December, so a solid eight months. Um, you know, a lot of storylines that a lot of people we talking about nationally, but that in the Florida State North Carolina community we all know about and understand. Um, I'm not sure. I'll be honest, CJ, but we'll get into scores and all that a little bit down the road. I do not like this matchup for Florida State. Um, and I don't think North Carolina is that great of a team. I just think the matchup could be very problematic. You're frozen again, just at for what it's worth. Um, I don't like this matchup at all either. This is the best quarterback that uh, Florida State will see all year, and they've made the bad quarterbacks look really, really good. Um, UNC is going to put up a lot of points. Um, it's going to be a struggle at times. I think to stop them, I guess the good news is it's been a struggle to stop everybody. So maybe not much changes there. Um, you know, when Syracuse puts up 30, you're probably thinking UNC gets to, I don't know, 40, 45, you know, I mean, can, can really kind of move the ball at will. So we'll kind of see what they're able to do. You talked about some different metrics. Um, SMB plus has UNC, number nine overall, the number two ranked offense, the number 50 defense. Um, not very good on special teams. Florida State 63rd overall with the 45th offense and 75th defense. Florida State much better on special teams, 41st as opposed to UNC's 109. So um, maybe a key to Florida State winning this game would be to kind of have some splash plays. Last year you think about the um, pick six by Kando. You know, something on special teams happening in Florida State's favor would certainly go a long way. But you talked about Sam Howell being um, different at home and on the road. Wasn't very good in that Virginia Tech game. Um, I think that was on Thursday night. I, I uh, No, that was on a Friday night. Yeah, I was in Tall- we were in Tallahassee for it. Uh, we were at uh, Ted's. Uh, while that game was going on. Wasn't very good against Virginia Tech that game one, but since then and at home, he's been pretty special. Yeah, he's been, you know, out, outstanding at home. It's It's been, you know, almost night and day. I think he's got, let's pull this up here, 934 yards, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions at home. And, uh, and I'm a big fan of Bill Conley's SP+. I'm the one who added it to the outline tonight. But I, I don't think North Carolina has the ninth best offense. I don't think they have the or the second best offense or the 50th best defense. And I damn sure don't think Florida State has the uh, what are the 41st best special teams. Um, but I do think there there is some things we can take away from that. And uh, North Carolina, for me, I look at their offense and they are completely boomer bust. Right? They, they are. Just looking at the receiving stats for their team this year, their leading receiver, Josh Downs, has caught 40 of the 97 passes that Carolina receivers have caught this year, 620 yards, uh, six touchdowns, an average of 15.5. And then they have three other receivers who have 10 or less receptions that all average over 20 yards of reception. They take a ton of shots downfield. 
I, I, and I think that's what's bad for Florida State because this secondary, you know, it, it's going to be up to this defensive line for from a Florida State standpoint to even have a chance to keep this game close. But man, that that scares the hell out of me that that secondary is what what uh, is standing between uh, Sam Howell and those uh, deep threat receivers he's been thrown to all year. Yeah, I mean, we have Syracuse. The Syracuse game was a little bit different. I mean, they had some big plays, but it was you know. Um, I'm sorry, the Louisville game was very nickel and dime, right? Couldn't stop them on third down at all in the first half, and that was kind of just their bread and butter, seven yards and seven yards and seven yards. So the boomer bust does scare me, especially with an offense that sometimes takes some time to get going. Um, Florida State could very quickly be get, get down in this game, 14 to nothing, 17 to nothing, 21 to three, something kind of crazy like that. And then when Florida State's offense does kind of get it up and going – it, it might be too late. You know, this isn't a Louisville team where I think it's just going to shut it down and try and run the ball out and run the clock out. Um, you know, I think it's a, a team that's going to be much tougher. And um, if we go down early, I think that's going to be big, big trouble. I don't know how we come back on that. And we kind of tried to see the other side of that last week and or last year. And um, anyway, it was kind of a struggle. So, all right, I'm going to kick your other one out and uh, hold the phone, see if this works a little bit better. I think you just might need to reset your Wi-Fi or something, bro. Call your router people. Yeah, apparently I'm going to have to because everything's running fine on my end. I'm going to turn it off and turn it back on real quick and see what happens here. But, yeah, it's it's a scary matchup for me when it comes to Florida State and North Carolina this week. There is a chance because Florida State, again, their defensive line has been a strength all year. And I think that could, if Florida State's going to have a chance, that's what it's going to have to be, getting to Sam Howell early. Um, they only have one running back, really, that's been a threat all year, Ty Chandler, who has, you know, 74 carries for 423 yards. And then, you know, the second leading rusher is Sam Howell. You know, he has 200 more yards than the third leading rusher who's an actual running back. So if you can shut down Ty Chandler like Florida State's done with some of these offenses, uh, you go Mexico Dame in the second half of Louisville, first half at Syracuse. You know, even the Syracuse running back had 25 carries to get his yards. There's definitely a path to victory for Florida State. I don't want to sound all doom and gloom. There's definitely a path to victory somehow here. What about Florida State's offense against um, North Carolina's defense? Um, does that give you a little bit more hope? What are your thoughts around um, – around that matchup. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just really worried about the the the, the offensive line, right? Because it, it's a situation where we again uh, you know we knew coming into the season we we liked the first five, six, maybe seven guys. After that, not so much. And you know, we've had injuries. Dante Lucas is no longer with the program. There's just so many different things going on. And, you know, if Jordan Travis is healthy the entire game, anything can happen. He's shown us that, right? He, he's made magic happen. That We've seen it happen at, at Louisville against North Carolina last year a little bit. Um, if he goes down, I, I, I don't trust this offense with any quarterback outside Jordan Travis. I don't know how healthy he can stay. But if he's healthy enough, it's going to come down. These receivers have to win one-on-one battles. Because I, I think Mike Norvell and, and Kenny Dillahan, they've got a lot of criticism. But at the same time, They've schemed some one-on-ones, and, and we're just not winning them. And if you can't win one-on-ones, you're not going to win a lot of football games. So 
it comes down to that. I, UNC's defense line is not great, but they do bring a lot of pressure. They'll bring you know five, six, seven players on those plays. How does Jordan Travis react? We'll see from there. Yeah, I think if Florida State can figure out a way to establish the run like they have in other games and maybe get some big splash plays in with running the ball, I mean, that's Florida State's key to victory, right? Like, that's the way they get it in. Like, don't make I, – I mean, you've got to do two things. you got to make North Carolina like Louisville you, right? Nickel and dime you down the field. Don't get beat deep, which we've not done a good job of that all year. I mean, shoot, look at the end of the Jacksonville State game. But, you know, even outside of that, think about the Notre Dame – uh, first touchdown was was the fourth down bust where we didn't cover their best player and so um yeah that, you know covering people deep has been a struggle all year but if you can kind of just i mean i you know there's guys that get paid a lot more than me so i'm not trying to say like oh here's what i do or here's the key to victory but i mean i'd certainly play back and try and have them kind of make a mistake like give up the five to six yards don't end up, you know, getting beat way over the top deep and um, let that chew up some clock. And then on the other side of the ball, run it as well. You know, you've got to, you got to be able to run the ball to give your defense a break. Like you said, they're, they're a boomer bust team. They're not hitting on the long stuff. I mean, that's kind of your way to get into it and to be into it. So I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of, I, I don't feel super confident that Florida state can, can do this or do this super well. Um, but I do think that there is a path for it being close. At the end of the day, last year it got close. It was close in the fourth quarter and Florida State found a way to win. Probably should have lost. They had two drops on third and fourth down that last drive. But Florida State found a way to win. It could happen again, right? Like it's just, you know, we, we've gone into several games where, you know, I didn't think the Notre Dame game would be close. It was. I didn't think the Jacksonville State game would be close. It was, you know. So things can, you know, you can kind of think that something crazy will happen. And it's really just kind of, you know, what team shows up. I will say this, and, and then I'll shut up and let you talk a little bit. But the team so far at one and four, um, not very good, took a big, took a comeback, or not a comeback, but took a last minute drive, last second field goal to beat freaking Syracuse who's terrible um losing Notre Dame losing to Jacksonville State losing to Louisville losing to Wake Forest the team still hasn't quit which I mean I'll I'll give Norvell that you know that he still has their buy-in and and again I don't know what their buy-in looks like if they go down 30 in this game but I know when they went down 30 to Wake they didn't really flinch so um anyway it'll be interesting to see how the team responds because this is one of the better teams they're going to play the rest of the way. Like, I think North Carolina is – I mean, after what I saw against Kentucky, I think North Carolina probably beats Florida. I know they beat Miami. I know they beat BC. NC State game would be pretty good. They definitely beat UMass. And then UNC Clemson would be a lot of fun. So, they probably beat them too. So, UNC might be the best team left on the schedule. Right? Like, that might not be popular for the UF homers, but I know that, I know that UNC is beating Kentucky. So, I mean, I don't know. I think UNC's offense might – might even beat them. So anyway, thoughts on all my rambling there. Yeah, I, I think you have still the best team left on the schedule. Um North I think Carolina, UNC could I think UNC would beat them. I don't know. Like it depends if it's in the swamp or up in Chapel Hill. Uh, like that that'd probably play a role for me. Um but yeah again it's just not a good matchup for us. And it, like you said they they could very well beat everybody left on the schedule. And Nobody would beat the rest of the teams on our schedule. So, 
you know, that that's where we're at right now. Um, just with all that in mind, I mean, I guess let's get into it. What do we see happening this weekend with, with this game? Florida State have a chance? Do they, do they pull the ups at TJ? I'm going to go full screen because you're moving around a ton and um, you're also tripping out a little bit. So maybe while I roll for a minute, you can get something kind of reset and on the computer or somewhere else and, and come back. So I'm going to go solo real quick. Um, no, this weekend, I mean, Florida State definitely has a chance. I mean, I don't know how much I like their chance um, in this game. I I don't know. I'd probably give them a 15% chance to win. You know, nothing nothing great. Um, I don't think that this is super close. I don't think the game is ever really in doubt. I think that Florida State is probably going to go down two scores early. And when it's 10 to nothing or 14 to three or 21 to seven, they're going to be trying to play catch up all day. And that's exactly what North Carolina wants. Florida State's not built like North Carolina was last year to be able to come back through the passing game. And so Florida State, if they go down early, which I think they will, um, like I said, it's just not not built for that. And so I think North Carolina kind of has their way. I went I had 45 to 31 before the season started. Um I'll cut that down just a little bit and go 41 to 28. Florida State gets a late touchdown um to uh backdoor cover the spread. 41 to 28. Yeah, I, I just like I said, I, I just don't think this is a good matchup for Florida State at all. Um you know what teams have shown that once they figure out you know what uh, what works well with Syracuse, it was crossing routes with Louisville early. It was crossing routes. You know, there's so many weaknesses in this past defense. And with Dennis Briggs being out with no depth on the defensive line, I don't think we can get to Howell consistently. And after watching Garrett Schrader just run for 130 yards against Florida state last week, uh, Sam Howell, I don't think he's going to run for that many, but he'll run for 50 plus. It's again, it's just not a good matchup. And if Jordan Travis gets hurt, this could get really ugly. I'm going North Carolina 41, Florida State 20. I, I just don't think this is a great match at all. We'll, we'll head to the bye. We'll regroup, get a big win against UMass, and, and then move on from there. But I, I have Carolina covering a pretty big spread this weekend. Yeah, I uh, I like that backdoor cover. Give me that backdoor cover. I'll feel better about myself. The, the final box score will, will look better. Um, all that said – the slate this weekend, I mean, you did your picks. Um, also, your Coastal Carolina just scored a 99-yard touchdown pass, Grayson McCall. <laughs> of course they did. Um, I mean, Coastal's good, bro. Don't, don't, you know, the, the, they're in the Sun Belt now, but it was the Big South when I was at Liberty, and they were our – Coastal was one of our big rival. Actually, the big rival. It was, it was the game that happened on, on Thanksgiving weekend. So yeah. I, I think that 19 points was uh, easy money for Coastal tonight at Arkansas State. I, I, I like them to cover. Black, you know, shout out Blackman. Good luck, but I like them to cover. Um, Cincinnati up to number five in the rankings. They play tomorrow night against Temple. They're a nearly 30-point favorite in that game. Um, and then the big one, Saturday at noon, Oklahoma, Texas. 
is a lot of fun. Um, Arkansas rebounds, having to play Ole Miss, Georgia, Auburn this weekend. Auburn's four and one, and it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And then Penn State and Iowa at at four versus three matchup. I know you did your pick them this week, which I'm sure was a ton of fun with all these big games. Alabama's an 18 point favorite on the road at A and M. Kentucky's a three point favorite against three and two LSU. Kentucky's ranked number 16 now. Florida's fallen all the way to 20. Um, so a lot of fun stuff this weekend. Our game. I'm hoping I got all this stuff done around this house so I can watch these. But our game at 3.30 was right in the middle of all of it. Um, I'm excited for football this weekend, man. Yeah, it, it, it should be a great slate of football. And I, I'm excited. You know, we're, Like I said last week, we're, we're inching closer to that fall weather. We're almost there, not quite. Um, but it's that time of the year to just, you know, Open up some windows, sit on the couch, watch. Watch. I thought you were gonna say open up some beers, bro. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a couple of those as well. Uh, but yeah, right. we're, we're getting there. Cool. Well, we will do this and get out of here. Quick episode tonight. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Like, quick episode tonight. We'll we'll do this and get out of here. Um, hey, we got our prize pick segment. If you're watching this, if you're listening, if you are tuned in later go download the prize picks app the app is free um obviously if you want to make some money or win some money you've got to you know make a deposit but the good news about that is if you use code no slaw n-o-s-l-a-w no space there if you use the code no slaw they will do a 100 match up to a hundred dollars hunter i still haven't seen your name come through on that report so i'm very upset about it go to the prize pick app Use code NOSLAW for a 100% match up to a $100 deposit, and you can pick over-unders from this game that we're going to talk about and all those other college football games that are going on. LSU-Kentucky, Michigan-Nebraska, Penn State-Iowa, which is a top-five matchup, Georgia-Auburn, which is a ranked matchup, Arkansas-Ole Miss, Oklahoma-Texas, Temple-Cincinnati, all the games that you've got there that we've mentioned, and then all the NFL games on Sunday as well. Go check out the Prize Picks app. Richie. Got some over-unders. I don't like this segment as much this year because you don't tell us like who hit and didn't hit last week. I really need that back in my life so I can see if I'm winning or not. Because like well, nothing else in my life do I win at. So I figured maybe, maybe I'll go back in uh, and do a mid-season update. You know, I did hit five one through the bye week. week. For the bye week, you should do that. All For right, bye so week, I, you should total them all up. I'll plan that, and we'll start. And this one's actively going on right now, so let's get this one in quick. James Blackman, 211.5 passing yards tonight. Um, Last night, for those listening, on Friday morning against Coastal Carolina, 211.5, TJ. Um, He's thrown for 1,200 yards this year. I mean, how many games has he done that in? I believe four. I think he hits it if he's throw if he's done that in four games. Five, no, no, he's done games. it in five, five games. games. Done yeah. in five games. Um, but they're gonna put up some points because Coastal scores a lot. Yeah, give me the over on that. All right, we'll disagree early. I'll take the under on this one. Uh, right into our game, we fo- last week when we recorded the show, we thought Mackenzie Milton was starting. Yeah, it was Jordan Travis. We know that was an easy one. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we know today it will be Jordan Travis on Saturday, and he's over under is one hundred and thirty two point five. 
you know what? Just go ahead and give me the over on this one because to me, that's one long pass. Again, I don't see us scoring a lot of points, having a lot of success, but I think he can get 133 passing yards. I think so too. I, you know, like I said, Florida State's probably going to be down early in this game, and we're probably going to have to throw. Um, it is kind of a wild one though because he only has like 300 yards on the season. <laughs> I know that uh, he hasn't played in every game. But he had 130 yards against Notre Dame, didn't play the whole game, and he had 131 yards last week against Syracuse. So, ah, man, that's, that one set really well because it'd be his season <laughs> high, you know, having 130, 131 yards. Um, I think he goes over, though. Not like a ton over, but give me 150 or so for him. Yeah, the, and this next one, uh, again, given my score prediction and what I've said, I don't think this would shock anybody. I'm I'm going over 304 and a half for Sam Howell through the air. How about you, TJ? Yeah, I I would be pretty shocked if he didn't. I mean, 300's a lot of yards, but he's gone over 300 every game except for um, Virginia Tech, where he did just play terribly on, on Friday night. Yeah. And every game has been over. Yeah, yeah, and that game was just super weird. Um, I like I like him to go over here. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he had like 290, and then they ran the ball a lot just because they're up. Yeah. But anyway, um, give me the over. So th- this for me is the toughest one of the uh, of the picks. Jay Sean Corbin, seventy eight and a half yards. Uh, I'll let you go first here, TJ. It's a tough number, I think. I'll go over. I mean, every time I go under against this guy, he burns me. And <laughs> I went, I actually went over last week and he hit it thanks to the law. So, um, I'll go over here. He'll get one long one. Yeah, I, I think I will too. Because even if Florida State does fall behind early, like I think both of us feel will happen, Mike Norvell is going to still stick to that run game and lean on it a little bit. So, I think there's a good chance he can get you know 79 plus yards and the last one we haven't even mentioned this guy yet and he might be the best wide receiver in the acc josh downs 103.5 receiving yards um i think i did mention he has uh, 600 plus on the year right now with six touchdowns through five games so yeah he he, that would be just hitting his average Yeah, I can't take us. I I don't know. I was trying to I was trying to like justify a reason to take the under here. I was like, ah, unfortunately, they can't guard anybody, so they'll just spread the ball around. So now, but he'll get a long one. Uh, give me the over here. Yeah, I, I take the over simply because, like I said, uh, UNC uh, quarterbacks have completed ninety-seven passes on the year. Forty have been to downs. So it's just he's the only number. He's the number one and the number two option. Everybody else is the number three option. Um, I, and I think Howell is going to go for like 350. So Downs is getting 100 of those at least, or 104 of them at least. So unfortunately, not not the most positive ending to an episode so far, but th- that's where we're at. Oh, it's all good. I mean, it is what it is at this season. I mean, we still showed up and we did our job. So um, I really don't feel too bad about, <laughs> about it. Um all right, that's pretty much it. Go check out doublefriesnoslaw.com. We had preview stuff come out today. Um, obviously, Richie's picks uh, drop every week. So go check all that out. Um, appreciate the team that kind of works on those things. Uh, we'll do some updates on some other FSU sports and kind of go around the horn on Sunday when we recap, hopefully, a win here. Hunter over here texting me because he can't um, – 
log in. Rain <laughs> forecasted in Chapel Hill could change some things around. Hunter, I, again, I'm not. I keep reading your comments on air, but until you sign up for, we're not letting you back. You just went out, TJ. Your your whole audio, but yeah, Hunter, man, we need to get you uh, locked in on here because we're we're uh, doing a lot of things with prize picks. And uh, man, I I'm I'm checking the golf scores. I actually, have my prize picks. Um, again, use code no slot will match you up to 100. percent I had Brooks Kepka over five birdies. He had four birdies today, so not not a great omen for the uh, my weekend when it comes to Florida State. Um. You got to stop basing your your weekends around FSU, man. I'll just always disappoint you. Um, any shout-outs before we get out of here? Um, no, nothing really today. Just uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the weekend. It, it should be a good time. And, again, we're getting closer to my favorite weather of the year. So I just hope everybody – Florida State win or lose. doesn't matter, guys. Go enjoy your weekend. Don't let four hours ruin the whole weekend. I agree with that completely. So, all right. Cool. Uh, Shout-out my – I have worked days straight on this. You're on mute, TJ. Did you catch any of that? Did you catch any of the shout out? Yeah, I heard you shout yourself out, which is very on brand. Yeah, shout out, shout out myself. Um, I'm the best. Nobody's like me. <laughs> um, Shout out FSU, man. Just just beat somebody. So uh wait, I'm still happy about that win over Syracuse. Shout out Kentucky as well for making my weekend. Um you got a song or anything? I don't have a song. I'm just gonna end it. Let's just end it. Yeah, I don't care. All right. No <laughs> song this week. We'll see on Sunday. We'll pick a song on Sunday. Harlem can pick it. So we will talk to you guys then. Until then, go Knowles.